actually before that, I was actually practicing my scripts because you know, I was like preparing for the moment <laughs> that I was going to get to call. So I was always role playing in the bathroom. You know, when I was just in my bedroom, I would just like talk to myself and, you know, like have a conversation. I would just like picture it in my head, like, you know, what kind of conversation I'm going to be having when I actually get a chance to call. Because I was so like, I was so eager, like I, I was looking forward to the time. And as soon as the time came, I was ready. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. For the first time ever on the Wholesaling Inc. podcast, I am having an incredible conversation with an unbelievable wholesaler out of Abuja, Nigeria. All right. You want to talk about virtual wholesaling? This is the podcast you want to listen to because if this young man, 22 years old, can do it from all the way across on a different continent and do this business, so can you. It is with my absolute pleasure to bring on David Arrio. David, how are you, brother? <laughs> yeah, I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. Well, thank you so much for having me on here, for real. I I, I, I really kind of stumbled and fumbled through the intro. That's how excited I am about this podcast because, I mean, you are the definition of of a real rhino, somebody that's going to go out there and just take action and take charge and keep going and going and going until you succeed in this business. And I think it's absolutely incredible. And I just want to, I want to hear your whole story and hear, you know, how you structure your business and hear how you do your deals, but virtual wholesaling. Virtual, how yeah. do you do this, David? How do you find opportunities all the way in Nigeria and you're doing business in Houston? Is that right? Yeah, Houston, Texas. So how do you do it? Well, I mean, I just pull I pull a list like everybody else, honestly. You know, from bad I use PropStream and I use batch lease and I pull lists. And I also virtually drive for dollars. You know, that was something I did earlier this year, but I kind of stopped recently. But I just pull this like everybody else and skip trace on batch, skip tracing, and you know just get to calling. Honestly, it's really that's really it. So simple as that. So you yeah. just you just pull a list of distressed properties and you call them up yourself. Yeah, myself. Yeah, yeah. When I first um got started, I was hand dialing. You know, I was using text now, so and so on call. But now, I, yeah, I just use a you know triple line dialer and everything. But I call myself for sure. And it must be the middle of the night that you call with the time difference. Yeah. I call from, well, in my country, it's going to be from 10 p.m. to 12 a.m., sometimes 1 a.m., you know. But in Houston, Texas, that's like uh, 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. And you feel like that's the best time to get a hold of people, or is that just how it fits into your schedule? No, it's the best time because, I I mean, I really have time because this is all I do every day. So, I mean, I just feel it's the best time. And when I first got started, I was actually calling um, from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. So that's central time, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. central time. And I was also calling 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. central time. But, you know, I've just kind of turned it down a bit. But, you know, I, I want to get that back up to four hours every day. 
Yeah, two hours is not enough, David. I mean, and by the way, guys, uh, David has closed five deals so far in Houston. Why did you pick Houston? Why why Houston out of all the markets that you could go into? Was there something specific that you liked about that market? Actually, the reason I picked Houston is because I honestly just like the name. (laughs) That was actually, yeah, that was actually why I picked Houston because, um, you know, I, I used to hear Houston a lot of songs, you know, in a, I see Houston in a lot of movies, songs, you know, rappers and everybody, like they always mention Houston. So when I said I should pick a market, I was just like Houston. Like that was, <laughs> that was really how I got into Houston. And I went, you know, later, later down the road, I actually did some market research and I mean, it seems, it seems like a pretty good market. So I just stuck with it. So I love it. So we know it as, as real estate investors, as real estate entrepreneurs, there's three parts to the business, right? There's lead generation, there's conversion of those leads into a signed agreement, and then there's an exit strategy. Now, us wholesalers, the exit strategy that we use is we assign it, right? We wholesale these deals, yeah. right? We're not flip, yeah. we're not buying them and we're not flipping them and fixing them up. We're not buying them and holding them. We're, we're getting them under contract and selling those deals. So you touched on the first part of this. You pull a list from PropStream and batch leads and you do virtual driving for dollars, which means that you're going through on Google Maps and just looking for properties that look like they need a lot of renovation. They're they're ugly, basically. They're just run down older houses or, or something's happened to them. And you add those. So you're reaching out to them. Let's talk about the conversion part of this, right? Let's talk about, you know, how do you just over the phone build the trust and the relationship with the property owners to work with you? I mean, without ever meeting you, you don't, it's not like you have the ability to just hop in a car and drive and go see yeah. them. Like, how do you do this conversion part? Do you have people in Houston that go on the appointments for you? Is it all done through like electronic signatures? The world wants to know. Yeah, so I've done all my deals. Okay, no, not all my deals. Though. The first one I did with, with some help. You know, the last um, four that I, I've gotten on the contract, I did that myself. And uh, the reason why, you know, I kind of like get a, have an understanding of, you know, how to, you know, close deals over the phone. Because when I first got into, you know, wholesaling real estate, I actually was watching um, Stephen Morales, like his videos on the deal decks, right? So it was actually the person that, you know, really, really got me going and really like inspired me to even like, get on the phones and, you know, call because I was watching his videos on deal decks and I always see him closing deals with the phone and I was following his script. And that's actually the first script I actually started using when I got started. Like that was um, Stephen Morales, Stephen Morales' script, you know, and I, that's actually how I learned, you know, actually, you know, calling on the phone and locking up deals on the phone. I love it. And listen, I've been the judge of the Closers Olympics for the last two years and watching Steven in action has been an absolute, I mean, it just blows your mind. It's been an absolute joy. He is incredible on the phone. Just just yes. getting it, just getting to the point and asking them to sign. And and is that what you're you're getting better at? Is just getting them to make the decision based on I, I assume you're pre-qualifying them, making sure that yeah. you're in alignment with the price and the terms. Yeah, and then it's just asking them. Yeah. It's just and, asking um, them, right? To sign. Yeah. And it's really like a blend of everything I've, you know, watched. Like I've watched your videos too, you know, everything on TTP, the coaching. So you've been um, watching on the coaching on the TTP. Yeah, I was like, I'm just like blending everything I've learned, you know, from YouTube, from TTP and Stephen Morales. And that's how I actually just, you know, formed my kind of flow on how I actually, you know, communicate with sellers and everything. 
So, so walk me through this. Uh, you, you're talking to a seller. You're you're doing your lead follow up. You're getting to the point yeah. where you're going to send them the contract. What do you say to them? What do you say to them over the phone? That I mean, do you walk them through the steps? Hey, I'm going to send you this uh, electronic email signature for the purchase agreement. Are you like how do you how do you phrase it? Like, give everybody some some tips here. Normally, before you know, I, I get into um, numbers or the purchase agreements. I typically you know, actually walk them through how I got my offer. So I'll pre-qualify them on the first call. Then I call them back, you know, on the second call. And, you know, I just tell them, okay, you know, I did some research. I looked into the area and I'll just basically walk them through what property sold for in the area. I'll, I'll mention some addresses, you know, see if they, if they know what I'm talking about. And I'll just like tell them, okay, this is what they sold for. And then I'll walk them through the um, repairs and I also walk them through like my ARV, but I don't use the ARV though. You know, I just tell them what property is sending for fully fixed up. And then we get to the numbers and I tell them, okay, this is what I can do. And they're like, okay. I mean, we just like basically negotiate for bits and then we get into the um, purchase agreements and I get on the phone with them. Then I walk them through like the terms, everything. And I mean, they're good to go and we sign and, you know, it's, it's done. Do you get on like a Zoom call with them? Are you on a phone call no. as they're going through the no. contract? Yeah, it's, it's a phone call. It's always a phone call. I've never gone on a Zoom <laughs> awesome. But I, yeah, I know you mentioned that though. So like, it's something that, I mean, I might try like down the road, but right now I've, n- I've never like had the Listen, if you, if or- you can convert them, you know, it was something that we really picked up during the pandemic when people didn't want to meet face to face, we would do a lot of zoom calls just to step them through the purchase agreement. But if you don't have to do it and you're able to get these people on the phone while they're going through it, the point is just as a professional courtesy to walk them them through and answer any questions while they're reviewing the purchase agreement is really key because then it, there's no doubts. There's no the questions in their mind preventing them from moving forward. So I think that's really yeah. just the, the heart of that uh, technique is just making sure that you can answer the questions as they're going through it. So it doesn't stall them from making a decision. So that is amazing. So you call them up. You understand, you pre-qualify them, you walk through yeah. your offer, you, you walk through what you think the fix-up value is, you you walk through what you think the repair value is. Now, are they sending you pictures of the property to be able to, to put a general idea of what the fix-up cost is? Or are you just you know putting in, okay, well, it sounds like it needs this amount of work. I'm going to just use like a, a round number. I'm going to just estimate how much repairs needs yeah. to go into these. Yeah. So basically, you know, when I ask them on the first call, you know, what kind of, what condition is the property in, then, you know, based on what they tell me, I just use, you know, that info and, you know, give user repair estimates. And I always tell them it's an estimate. So now I don't tell them this this is exactly what I know it's going to fix for. So. So when do you get pictures of these? After the property is on the contract. Love it. That's when I actually send someone out there to help me take pictures. So, and um, yeah, I just want to give a full disclosure or something like this is actually not how I talk on a normal day. Like this is actually not my voice. <laughs> I'm just talking this way for effective communication. So I just want to put that out there, you know, just so, because I know some Nigerians are going to hear this and they, they're going to know I don't sound like this normally. So I just want to put that out there. So, Got it. This is your, your business voice. This is your, yeah, this, this is, my- is your doing deals in <laughs> Texas voice. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's my doing deals in Texas voice. Yeah. I love it. Well, listen, I've I've listened to your recordings. I've I've broken down your recordings. I think that you you communicate unbelievably with all the property owners that you talk to. And uh if this is not your real voice, 
you are incredible. I mean, the fact that you have uh, two different voices that you can communicate <laughs> so effectively with, I mean, that is, that, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. that's a gift. That's a skill. That's unbelievable. Well, then, you know, how long have you been doing this, David? Before I really get into the nuts and bolts of, we'll, we'll keep breaking down your process here, but I'm really curious how long you've been doing this because it feels like to me that you've you've had a lot of reps at this. You've done this a lot and that you feel very certain and confident in your approach to submitting offers and negotiating with property owners here in Texas. Yeah, so I've actually, I got started in June, July, 2021. So it's about a year. About a year. Absolutely yes. incredible. And what were you doing before? Were you doing other businesses before? <laughs> so uh, what I was doing before is actually I was um I was selling cars. Like I didn't the reason, the way that worked was like it was basically like hosting in cars. Like you know I'll go meet a car dealership. You know I'll tell them okay I'm going to market your cars for you. And um, this is you know they they give me a price that they want to sell the car. Then I'll go find someone that's going to you know buy the car for a higher price. But it was pretty messy especially in Nigeria, it was like pretty messy. And but that was actually what I was doing. You know, I had a, I had an IG page, you know, I had like, okay, I didn't have a website, but I had a logo though, I had an IG page. And yeah, I was like trying to create something official and, you know, crazy, but I mean, it wasn't really working. I didn't close anything, you know, I didn't get any deals selling cars, but that was actually my background. Is that how you learned how to wholesale? I mean, you find something at this price, you sell it to somebody that wants it at a higher price, and uh, you just get in the middle of it, right? You just make sure that you're the one connecting the buyer and the seller. Is that how you learned the process of it, or have you been wholesaling stuff forever? Actually, I think I've been wholesaling stuff forever. <laughs> For real, because, like, I mean, I've always been, you know, business oriented. That's just how I've been, you know, like, if I find something like, you know, commission-based kind of thing, like, okay, I'm going to like add my own money to this. So, you know, I'm just going to get a commission out of this. Like that's actually been my kind of mentality for a very long time, I think. So when I found hosting in an IG, should I like get into that story? or Yeah, sure. Or should I? Yeah. All right. So the way I came into hosting and it was, I was actually scrolling through my um, IG account and I saw this post about, you know, you can make $10,000, $15,000 from anywhere in the world selling houses. So I was like, and I, I went through like, it was, it was like a bunch of pictures. It was actually this guy named um, Dolmar Cross. I think he's in Florida. Like yep, Dolma Cross. I know Dolmar. And, yep. and I was just like, you know, going through the pictures and how like he was explaining the process. And it was basically like, you know, the same thing I was doing with selling cars. It was a more like, more secure process. Like it was, it was a more solid um, process in, in getting the deal done because I knew that I could, I could talk directly with the sellers and I could also talk directly with the buyers. So, I mean, it, it was like, I could just like cut through all the bullshit and you know, just go exactly where I want to talk to. So, I mean, that was really what inspired me. And when, when I saw that post, I knew that this is exactly what I need to do. So, I mean, I, I didn't even think twice. Like I was pretty much hooked on the idea of, you know, getting into this business right from that time. So honestly. you're on your phone, you see it on yeah. IG and you're like, okay, let me learn more about this. And then yeah. what you get onto YouTube, you get onto podcasts, like what starts, no. what, what you, you, you found a thread and you started pulling on this thread. What thread did you follow to like actually start to the point where you made a call? Like you just picked up the yes. phone and call, you know what I mean? Cause there's, there's, yeah, there's steps to that before you can actually talk to a property owner. Yeah, so when I found um the business, I did I didn't even know that you know like I could actually go on YouTube and like research about hosting. Like I didn't even think 
of doing that at all. Like, <laughs> because I mean, I saw that, you know, Dharma was the best in that, you know, brought the business to me and I was only focused on, you know, just getting into Dharma's, um, it was like a three day, three day class or something. Yeah. I, I, that was just my goal. And that was the only thing I was focused on. Like, I'm going to get into this. I'm going to get the money to get into this class and I'm going to get into this class. I'm going to learn everything that I need to learn. And as soon as I'm done, then I'm going to get into the business and start making like, start taking action. And, um, so it was about 500 bucks and like $500 to get into the um training. And that's a lot of money. Like at the time though, I mean, thank God for everything that's happened, <laughs> but that was a lot of money at the time, especially in Nigeria. Like that's a lot of money, it's $500 you know, to pay. And that was the first time I'm paying for anything, you know, to learn something like that was the first time. So, and I was really trying to get the money. I finally got the money thanks to my dad and some investments I made, you know, he helped me with, you know, some of the money. And I also made some investments to get the money. So when I got the money, I got into the trader class, you know, I saw what they were talking about. And I mean, I was, I was pretty much ready to go. I, I knew that nothing was going to stop me. Like I was going to make any excuses. You know, I wasn't going to make anything like I was going to bring up. And I don't care if I was living in, I don't know, the North Pole or something like <laughs> I was still going to make this work. Like I was, that was, I was so determined, honestly. So as soon as the, um, the, tra- the training was over, like actually like, um, went off all my social media accounts. Like I changed my IG, um, my WhatsApp, every social media account I use, I actually just went off. Like I actually haven't talked to my friends, like my, my friends in Nigeria for like since last year, basically. So most of them think I'm dead, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> they're actually calling me and asking if I'm still alive. And I was like, yeah, I'm still alive. I'm, yeah, I'm just doing things. But um, anyways, let me get back to the story. So I actually cut off everybody and, you know, because I wanted to be like so focused on making this work because, I mean, I knew that I was in a different country. So it's, it's going to need a certain level of, you know, attention, a certain level of focus, discipline to actually, you know, do what I need to do. So that's why I like went off my social media, like, and I created new IG accounts. I created like new everything. So that way I was just like surrounded with hosting and then people doing the business. You, Pace, Jamil, you know, like everything, like on my, my IG right now is everything out on there is like hosting and, you know, investments and making money, honestly, like that's everything that's on there for real. So that was my thing. And as soon as I knew where to get my list from, that, there was a um, software that um, Doma talks about that I think he created. That was his um, first place I actually got a list from. Because at the time, I didn't even know about PropStream. Like I didn't even know PropStream existed because sure. I didn't do any research. Like I didn't do anything like I, I, I didn't go online to like search real estate hosting. And I was just focused on you know, getting into Domo's class. And so as soon as I got the um, access to the software, I got my list. It was about absentee owners, free and clear. And I couldn't actually skip trace the list because of I had like a international restriction or whatever. So that was actually when I actually went out and started browsing on, you know, what I could do because I wasn't trying to make any excuses. So I just went out and that's how I came across, I came across the um, best keep tracing through, um, you know, searching online. And I also found PropStream through searching online. And that's when I, you know, say, okay, I could get a list from this place. I could also skip trace from Bashkeep. And that's how I actually skip trace my first list. And then I also downloaded um, TextNow so I could make calls. TextNow is like an app that you could use to make calls. And I just downloaded TextNow and the next day I was calling. Actually, before that, I was actually practicing my scripts because you know, I was like preparing for the moment <laughs> that I was going to get to call. So I was always role playing in the bathroom. You know, when I'm just in my bedroom, I would just like talk to myself and, you know, like have a conversation. I would just like picture it in my head, like, you know, what kind of conversation I'm going to be having when I actually get a chance to call because I was so like, I was so eager. Like I, I was looking forward to the time and 
as soon as the time came, I was ready. But I actually fumbled on the first call, though. Like, I really, really fumbled. But I mean, <laughs> everybody does. Everybody does. Not on the, but uh, I mean, yeah. David, you were obsessed. You were obsessed yeah, with this. Obs- and yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, yeah, was- you combine hunger with the obsession you cannot lose i mean i i love the i love that the way that you said this you didn't do any research you just wanted to go out there and start the business you just want to go out there get some phone numbers and make it happen and you have all of these hurdles that we don't have we don't have living in the yeah. continental united states we have a cell phone we've got numbers we get it boom we're calling and we go right away and yet you know still for myself even there was excuses that i made early on there was like oh I don't want to bug people. I don't want to interrupt them. And then, you know, you get to the point where you're just so you get over all these like limiting beliefs and limiting thoughts. And you, you realize that that punch to the gut of, oh my gosh, this is uncomfortable. All of a sudden, that's what's exciting. It starts feeding that, that fire inside your belly. That's like, wait a second, I can actually go out there and provide an unbelievable service to the people that have, they're not going to sell these properties conventionally. No realtor wants to touch them. They are going to lose these houses if they don't do something with them. So I'm going to reach out to them and I'm going to solve their problems. I'm going to match it up with everybody that wants to fix up these houses. Cause I don't, I don't know how to fix up houses. I don't know how to do a rehab budget. I don't know how to go and, and, you know, pick out paint colors and cabinets and all these things. So I'm going to live in this place right here where I can serve the property owners and I can sell these properties to the people that want to, to do something special with them. And I get paid 10, 15, $20,000. I mean, it's absolutely incredible. And you, you understood that, but I mean, you didn't have any of those distractions that I did early on. You just took action right away and from a totally different country and you knew that it was going to be successful. And I just, you know, I wish that I could just take the confidence that you have and put it into absolutely every single person listening and watching this so that they would just take the action, just go out there and let that be the education. It's the yeah. action plus the results equals your education, not education plus action equals results. And once you figure that that formula out, you're unstoppable. And and now five deals, which we've we've been fortunate. You've you've worked with Jeremy on my team to sell a handful of those. He's he's helped you find the buyers for a handful of those, and you're just off and running. I mean, it's absolutely incredible. So let's go back real quick. Incredible story. You went through it all. You got the text now and you got everything set up. You got prop stream, you got batch leads. And so you're getting some some leads on the phone. Are they telling you, do you want to come see the property? Uh, when do you want an appointment? I want to sell it. Or are they like, hey, will you just give me an offer over the phone? That's fine. Like, do you set the table there? Do you set the convert? Do you frame the conversation as I don't even need to come to the house? I can just do everything over the phone. Yeah, yeah. Typically, every time actually, you know, I don't, I don't try to, you know, get someone to go there for me because I, I, I mean, I don't like asking people for stuff most of the time. <laughs> I don't like, you know, just making people go out of the way for me every time. So I always try to make sure I do things like everything by myself. I mean, maybe it's not a good idea though, but you know, I always try to make sure that you know I put it in a way that I could actually get this thing done over the phone without you know having to get so someone. So what do you, what do you say to him? Well, I just tell them this is how the process works. Like I could make you an offer over the phone and we just have to go through a couple of questions. And I mean, I could give you an offer right over the phone. Yep. And that way we don't waste anybody's time, basically. And that's something I learned from Steven Morales. Like if you, you guys should go watch his videos. I mean, it's, it's great. Yeah, he's phenomenal. Uh, well, listen, when you tell them this is how the process works, 
What, I mean, what are they going to say? No, it doesn't. I want you to come to the house. <laughs> yeah. Well, they wouldn't do business with you anyway, right? Like if they're, yeah, exactly. if they're like, I need you to see this property before you give me an offer. If we're going to do business, I want to meet you, you know, knee to knee, face to face. Well, you know, at that point, maybe you could get some boots on the ground to go and check out that property. But in our experience, doing anything virtually, if they need somebody to sit down with and and go with them, usually they're trying to draw us into a face-to-face uh, negotiation where they're going to tell us all the great things about the property and they're going to try to show us all these comps and go through. They're almost presenting to us in a way. Um, not always, yeah. you know, some people just need a, a little bit of extra help if, uh, you know, they're hard of hearing or something like that. But yeah, for the most part, you could do it all over the phone. I love it. Let's talk about how do you sell these? How do you find buyers? How do you sell these deals? Like, so we got lead generation. We got how you convert these over the phone by just framing that this is how the process works. And I'm going to walk you through the purchase agreement on the phone and then selling these deals. How do you get your pictures? How do you get it in front of the buyers? How do you build a relationship with your title uh, company or or closing attorney? So break it down. Yes. So um, for getting pictures, um, I actually went on Facebook, actually. And I joined some um, college groups, you know, on Facebook in Houston, like college groups in Houston. And I, I posted like, I need someone to go take me, take pictures for me in this location, you know, something like that. I can't remember exactly what I said, but it was something around, you know, I, went, I need someone to go take pictures in this location. I, I'm going to pay you a certain amount of money. And I actually found my first, I don't work with him anymore because he said he doesn't want to take um, real estate pictures because of the houses. <laughs> but anyways, uh, uh, I found him on Facebook through, you know, like just going out there and telling and saying, okay, I need someone to help and take pictures, you know. And he was pretty nice and pretty good. So that's how actually how I actually got um pictures and how I, you know, got into taking pictures of properties. Then um for how I found the title company, that was just also Facebook really. Like I joined Houston um Facebook group chats and you know, I was saying, I mean, people always talk about the title company they use or you know. People are always asking what's the best title company to use. And I just, you know, just go through the comments. And I mean, I was call, I'll just call them up and ask, okay, do you do this? Do you do assignments? Do you do um, blind hearts? Do you do double close and all that stuff? So that's how I actually found title companies. And for um, selling the deal, I've always just worked with uh, um, hot, other wholesalers. Like, you know, any guys that I know that have buyers, then I'll just send them the deal. So that way they help me, you know, dispose it. So. That's squatting up you squat up yes yeah you just find somebody that has the buy you know what i love about this conversation is every single challenge and hurdle that is thrown in your way i feel like you're like oh okay well yeah i can just i can just go to facebook i can just call somebody yeah. that already has <laughs> business there right i can just yeah. oh there's a list out there that i can pull and just call them and do this Oh, you just want me to use this script to be able to call and talk to him? Oh, this is how I pre-qualify him? Okay, great. And it's not like you're trying to trying to make this something new. You're not trying to be creative with this thing. You're just literally following the path that other people have put in front of you, and it gets you to success faster, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, one thing I, I want to say, because you know, some guys that I know that you know stay outside the States, I spoke to a guy, I think it was 16 years old, and he was asking me, like, how do I wholesale, you know, from outside the States? And to me, I don't see it as any much different from someone that lives in Washington, D.C. and, you know, is buying houses in Houston. Like, it's basically still virtual to me. Like, everything is still, like, it's still the same process. Like, the guy in Washington, D.C. will most likely never go down to Houston yep. to, you know, go see properties. And, I mean, 
I decided not to see it like anything so special, like me being in Nigeria. I decided not to see it as anything like a really big deal or something that's going to stop me from, you know, taking the next action and, you know, achieving what everybody else can achieve by staying in the States. Like, you know, I'm not going to like let my mind make myself believe that you know, I'm going to be limited by me staying in Nigeria now. So that's one thing I just... You're your perfect example of it. I mean, this thing, this rectangle that we carry around everywhere, this yeah. is our portal to a multi-million dollar business. And I'm not being sensational here. I'm telling you, you can build, you can, over time, you can build, you can make multi-millions of dollars just getting good on the phone. That's the most incredible yeah. thing about this business. And if you're watching and listening to this from around the world, you should be wildly encouraged that you can start this business and be able to do this business. And there's people here to help support you to, to build your business here. And if you're listening to this and, and you're just living in Phoenix like me, or you're living anywhere <laughs> in the United States uh, and you're like, well, you know what? I don't really want to do it in my market. I want to do it in another market. David literally just gave you the whole blueprint, like literally gave you the whole blueprint on you find ugly houses, you use the TTP script to call them and to, to pre-qualify them. You make sure that these are real leads and then you ask them to sign, you, you frame the conversation around, we can do this all over the phone. You explain how much uh, you can offer and why, and then they're either going to do business with you or they're not. And then you squat yeah. up with people that are already selling deals in those marketplaces that, that have a ton of buyers and you work with them to sell these deals and you get wired money, right? You get wired, yeah. you get wired your fee for doing that. I mean, that is the, per yeah. I mean, step by step by step, we don't have to overcomplicate this. We don't yeah. have to overcomplicate this. This is the most incredible business of all time. It is so yeah. incredibly rewarding for solving the problems of the, of the sellers and the buyers, but also like the fact that you can just pull income out of the ether, out of the air by making one phone call by one phone call. I mean, you're going to have to make a lot, but it, every deal starts with having a quality conversation with a distressed property owner. So go out and do it. I know you guys all can. So David, let's get to the point where everybody loves, let's break down a deal. Let's ring this victory bell. You got one in mind? Yeah, I'm gonna break down my first deal. Okay, so, perfect. So um it, it took me about six, six, seven months to get my first deal. And one thing I just want to like take out for you know a lesson I want to give to everybody is like honestly, especially if you if you're doing this virtually or you know, you're standing up by yourself, like you should honestly squat up, like you know, work with other people and it's it's gonna change everything for real. Like that's something that really changed something from like change everything for me. Like me actually, you know, working with other people to get things done. So my first deal was actually, you know, I, I watched some um, wholesaling Inc. podcast and uh, Mikey, Mikey Pison, Mikey Pison. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, it was on the um, wholesaling Inc. podcast. And at the time I actually didn't want to like JV, like I was so, so against like joint venture deals because from um, trying to sell cars, like everybody was always trying to like, you know, take out of your deal, mess things up. And so I kind of had like this bad notion of, you know, working with other people, on all my deals, right? So I never actually wanted to, you know, do any sort of JV or like even like bring anybody on a partnership or anything because I just felt like I'm mean, they're gonna mess everything up. But I don't know. I was just I was I wasn't with you know I wasn't open to JV at all. So I mean, six months into the business, I was pretty much you know like I'm gonna just do everything I can to you know get my first deal. And I saw that okay, I think the title of the episode was something about JV opportunities. Like that was actually yeah. the title. So. I was like, okay, let me just, you know, see what I could do. And 
let me get on this. And then, and let me watch this video and see what comes out. You know, because I was pretty much like, I got to get my, like, I, I mean, there's really nothing left for me to do. I got to make this work. So yeah. when I watched the video, I saw Mikey and I was like, let me reach out to this guy and, you know, tell him what I'm going through try to bring some value and at the time I didn't have any money again because I already spent all my money on you know skip tracing pulling lists subscriptions and everything like I was really really broke and my laptop my laptop crashed and I mean it was it was a really bad time <laughs> so I actually just you know did like this was like my um my last I mean it was basically like me just you know doing my last the last straw yeah if you use that For, yep yeah Kind of like that, that kind of thing. So I just like reached out to Mikey and I told him that, look, man, I know how to cold call and I could cold call your list for you. Like I could cold call your list for you in Houston. And like if we get, if I get some leads, I'll just send them to you and, you know, you guys could close the deal and I'm okay with just, you know, splitting the deal. Like that was basically my pitch. Like I'll cold call for you. Like you just give me a list and help me skip trace because I don't, I don't have anyone to skip trace the list. So yeah. please help skip trace the list and just give me a list of cold call. And I'll call, call the list and whatever list I find, I'll just send them to you and, you know, you guys could do your thing. And so he kind of role played with me and, okay, he said, I, okay, he said I was all right with, you know, cold call and everything. So he gave me a list, he gave me a skip trace list. And I mean, shout out to Mikey for really trusting me, you know, to really get things done. I mean, Mikey's, Mikey's the best for real. <laughs> so he gave me a list, gave me a skip trace list. And, you know, I just like got on my phone, hand out. I was calling about 20, 30 sellers a day. And, you know, just going through the scripts, asking them what they want, you know, just going through everything, the process. And it was actually a multi-family list. So I was just like calling, you know, ask about the units, the units mix, all this multi-family stuff. And I was just going through the list. And I think in October, you know, I actually got a lead and it was through text. Like I actually never spoke to this, to this person, like on the phone. I never actually spoke to the seller. So it was all through text. Like I called him and he didn't pick. So I left a voice with and I texted him and I was like, you know, I, I'm calling to see if you're looking to sell this property. And he was like, I'm actually about to list it on the market. And I was like, well, can I just give you an offer before you list the property? <laughs> so that was, that was it. And he was like, you know, I just asked him, okay, how much do you want to list the property for? And he told me three, um, 320K. And Mike already told me about the 1% rule. Like, you know, if, um, the property rents for about five thousand. Then you should get it for about below five thousand or five hundred thousand, something like that. Though, you know, the one percent rule. So he said he wanted to sell the property for three twenty thousand, and I think the um monthly rent gross was about forty eight hundred on the property. So I was like, I mean, this is this is a deal. Like you know, because of the one percent rule, I was like, this is going to be a deal. And I just like you know went to Mikey and. I was like, yo, I, I actually have this lead and I think it's really going to be a deal. And I was just like pressuring, like, you guys need to call this lead. You guys need to call this lead because I was actually sending some leads before then, like from the um, multi-family list. And I mean, they were just basically, um, you know, a waste of time. But um, I was like, you guys need to call this list. And they finally called the lead. And and I got, I heard back from Steve. I think that was in November. Like, we actually have the property under contract. And <laughs> but I was, I couldn't actually believe it because you know, I didn't speak to this guy. You know, it was all through text and I just sent them the um, details I have and they called it and Steve was like, okay, the property is under contract and we're looking to dispose the deal. And I mean, I was like, okay, it's not yet over until this deal is actually sold because I mean, I'm not like, there's no money until the deal is actually, you know, sold and assigned and everything and closed. Yeah. So um, Steve, Steve is the Mikey's partner, by the way, Stephen Crawford. And, you know, Steve was, um, following up with the seller, working with the seller, and if I think we found like a buyer, and the buyer, I think the um the guy actually like I think he 
it fell off or something like he canceled the contract because we actually had to find another buyer. And when when I got um news from Mikey that uh you know the buyer like canceled the contract that I was I was scared because <laughs> I mean I was so I was really I was really really scared but I just I put everything aside and I told Mikey yo we're gonna find another buyer like like we're just gonna keep going because I knew it was a deal like to me I mean there was I just felt like this was a deal I just knew that this was gonna be my first deal so I was like this is gonna work we're gonna find another another buyer so the next day Mikey tells me that okay we found another buyer we got an assigned for the same price. And I was like, yes, like, let's go. <laughs> and I mean, I, I I knew it wasn't still over, right? Like I was still actually kind of scared because I know that this deal hasn't closed. I mean, we just found another buyer, but, and everything has been assigned. The buyer put the earnest money, you know, we are good to go and everything. So, I mean, I think in, I think about two months later, like in January or so, yeah, but in December, we we're actually just going through some stuff and doing like some hurdles. I didn't really get the gist of everything because I mean Steve was the one working and everything, so I was kind of just waiting to get the check basically. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, I was messaging and your know, how is the deal going and everything. And um, in December, then uh, Mikey told me like the deal is closed, and that was January January fifth of this year. Mikey told me the deal is closed, and I mean to be honest, I didn't I didn't actually believe it. Like <laughs> Mikey told me January fifth that the deal is closed, and I mean I just said okay, okay. All right, like okay, as deal closed, like are you sure it's closed? Like, are we actually getting paid? And he said yes, but I, I didn't believe any of like I didn't really believe him, like for real, because I just felt like Mikey was messing with me. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I felt like he was trying to like protect me from you know maybe it's some bad news or something. Yeah. So I mean, I didn't believe Mikey on. It was like two weeks later that I called Mikey back and I was like. Yo, how's the deal going? Like, have we actually closed the deal? And he was like, "Yes, we closed the deal, and we're just working some stuff with Ty to, to, you know, to like get everybody paid." And I was like, yeah. "Man, I remember that day. I actually ran from my. Uh, I was sitting on a chair. It's, it's right here. So I ran from the chair to my room door to my sister, and I was like, "Yo, <laughs> now I was so excited. I almost actually uh, fell on the floor from running. Like, I was so excited. Like, actually, and you know, I just like I told her like, this is how much I made today. You know, I, I like change it to like my local currency. Yeah, and I just showed up phone like this is how much I made today. And I mean, I, I was so honestly, I was I was so surprised. Like, it really really worked because I mean, I've been cold calling, I've been trying, and I mean, I wasn't really seeing anything. And this like it really really closed. And I mean, it was it was something. For it's real. the best. So, it's the best when when yeah. you do that first deal, it changes you forever. It changes your brain. You're like, it It makes you so much more, like, it gives you so much more energy. It makes the fire inside you so much more. You know what I mean? It's 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 absolutely incredible. So what, uh, you locked it up for 320. What did you sell it for? What did you guys make um, on this thing? I think we sold it for 346. And your cut so of it was, was how much? 6738. 6700. And uh, so. 38. Six, 6,800 bucks. Yeah, about 6,800 I love bucks, it. Yeah. Look at this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And then from there, you've just been, I mean, you've been going. I mean, because yeah. over the last few months, we've done deals together. And that's been, you've done another four deals. Uh, and it's just, it just keeps going and going and going. So what's what's your goal with this? What is your What is your plan with this business? Um, my goal is with this business is actually to, you know, end up just buying and holding multifamily. Like I want to own about, about 10 units 
It could be in the States. It could be in Nigeria. I don't really, but my goal with the business is just to, you know, go to a point where I'm actually like buying properties to keep for myself and, you know, having a team and you know, really like scaling everything up. So that's, that's my goal. I love it. I love it, David. So speak now to anybody getting started in this business, anybody that's maybe <laughs> you are inspiring people that live all over the world. What would be their first steps uh, so that they can go out there and get a deal and get this and make this real and tangible as quickly as possible. Squat up and stay consistent. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Stay, squat yes. up and stay consistent. <laughs> Find people that are doing this business and consistently do what? Consistently make your calls and do what needs to be done. The money making activities, like you always say, like you got to do the money making activities every day. So I love it. That's that's pretty much it. You were an inspiration. You got me fired up. Um, I, I you get me fired up because I'm I'm listening to you so much. And I'm 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 not thinking about what I'm saying next. So I don't know if this is the best interview from my standpoint. But it, like I'm so like I'm in the moment with you. Like it's it's absolutely incredible. And I want to say thank you for that. It's really really a powerful uh, conversation that we've had because it's it it just it really shows you that it doesn't matter what your background is, doesn't matter what your experience is, doesn't matter what your location is, doesn't matter what what your age is. Um, if you keep pushing on this and you are consistent and you squat up with people that are doing this business and, and build a community and be a part of a community, you can't lose. You absolutely yeah. can't lose. So David, I want to say congratulations. How how can people get a hold of you? How can people yes. reach out to you if they have questions or if they just want to say, you're amazing and thank you for that uh, that podcast interview. All right. So you can reach me on two on two different platforms through email. My email is um Jobas Estates. That's um J-O-B-A-S, J-O-B-A-S Estates at gmail.com. And um you could also you reach me on IG at um David B. Closing. Like that's my IG, IG name. David B. B Closing. B E or just B? David B. Closing or B E? No, B E. B E awesome. David yeah. B. Closing. I love that. By the way, we'll put it all in the show notes, guys, and we'll have it all linked here on the YouTube channel as well. And if you want to put a voice to uh, a face to a voice, make sure you check it out on the Brent Daniels YouTube cha- channel. David. Thank you so much. I know that you had to pause for about an hour. You're prospecting in your in your lead generation. So I won't keep you any longer. An absolute inspiration. I love that you are uh, part of the TTP family and just incredible things. I, I don't think that you're going to only own 10 units. I think you're going to own a lot more than 10 units with your uh, with your work ethic and um, with with the way that you understand business. So congratulations, David. Thank you for being on here. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much. And for everybody out there, listen, if you are looking for uh, some resources and some downloads, some scripts or tools that you can implement into your business, check out ttpinsider.com, ttpinsider.com. Check out, uh, we've got an unbelievable, like, unbelievable assortment of tools and resources that you can download right now. So check that out. And that is it for me. As always, I will end this podcast encouraging you to go out there and talk to people. Love you guys. See you later. 
That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.